0: We thank you for today. We thank you for the blessing of rain. Indeed, farmers are rejoicing. And they are praising your name right now. We rejoice too, because we know after days and weeks of heat, you have cooled the weather. Thank you, God of creation. When a day like this, when we remember that the Lord entered triumphantly into Jerusalem. Lord, we know there are lessons to be learned. And that is why today, as we have gathered as your children to worship you, and as we are about to share your word, we ask that your Spirit will open our eyes and teach us the lesson you want your church to learn today. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Today, the topic says beyond man's praise. Beyond man's praise. And brethren, I want to tell you that this topic is a neglected spiritual lesson on a Pan Sunday. You know on Pan Sundays, the topics are usually centered around triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. But today, the Spirit of God moved the leadership of the church. And we have a topic that says beyond man's praise. And I want to tell you, my brethren, that when I was preparing for this message, I sensed in my spirit and my heart that God wants us to focus today on this issue of praise the importance of praise and brethren you know that praise is not an entertainment as sometimes the church today may be carried away by praises the way we praise God and it may now split into entertainment as if we're entertaining ourselves. But I want to tell you something. If you want to understand the deep meaning of praise, I want to challenge you go and read Psalms 145 to 150. Read Psalm 145 to 150. Meditate over it. In these Psalms, you are going to see the nature of God, the ways of God. In fact, what has just happened today? This rains that you will see this morning In one of the psalms is written there That God sends rain to the earth You know there are certain things we take for granted And I want you when you read these psalms 145 to 150 You are going to see the reason why God should be praised And the person that wrote it is no other person Than David King David, a man known for His praise life The man known for Writing psalms that border On praising God so that's why I'm challenging you to go and read those psalms. And he ended it, verse 6 of one, Psalm 150. Let everything that had bread praise the Lord. That's the way he ended it. And he said, Hallelujah. So today, brethren, I'd like us to look at this issue of praise. You are going to see, by the time we go through this message, the summary of what God put in my heart And which I want to read it I normally like doing so Because by adventure Some of you may lose attention Towards the end of the sermon And you may not remember that message God wants you to take home Now look at the message I was laid in my heart Summary of the whole thing And it says When the church learns to give God Uncommon praise She will receive An uncommon intervention. When you, as a believer, as a child of God, and then we gather together as a body of Christ, as a fellowship of believers, as a church, when we give God uncommon praise, there will be an uncommon intervention. We are going to see that by the time we finish this message first of all let us look at where we read Matthew chapter 21 my sister that read the only lesson started from verse 1 and ended in 13 but I want to start from verse 8 and extend it to verse 16 and in that verse 16 I want you to focus there you are going to see why we are extending it to verse 16 in the light of the topic beyond man's praise let's look at that scripture again You know, in that account of what the Lord did on a day like this, it was equally recorded by our brother Luke. So Luke recorded it in Luke chapter 19 from 28 to 40. And John equally recorded it in John chapter 12 from verse 12 to 16. Then let's look at uh, Matthew, where we read as a lesson. From verse 8, and I read from King James Version again. And a very great multitude spread their garments, In the way Others Cut down branches From the trees Look at the events We are going to look at these events one by one And the meaning They cut down branches Up from the tree And strew them in the way And the multitudes that went before And that followed cried Saying Hosanna To the son of David Blessed is he That cometh in the name of the Lord Hosanna in the highest. And when he was coming to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Verse 12. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold us, and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. Now look at verse 15. And when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful thing that he did, and the children crying in the temple, saying, Hosanna! the son of David they were so displaced in fact when I came late I was in the vestry and I heard the children in the Sunday school singing Hosanna the way they were singing it there was a song they were singing in that Sunday school area and I remember the scripture so you can imagine in the temple when Jesus was there and these people were singing the same Hosanna these children now the other time we had the multitudes I believe we are adults, but now children singing the same thing. Now look at verse 16. That is where I think it's related to the topic today. And he says unto him, that's these scribes, hearest thou what say, that's these children. And Jesus said unto them, yes, I heard it. Have you never read? Now he referred them to scripture. And that scripture we will refer to them is Psalm 8 verse 2. He told them, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, God has perfected praise. Hallelujah. Today we are discussing the young man's praise. Now, I want you to make, go with me to the account of Luke Turn your Bible to Luke chapter 19. Look at the account of Luke, 36 to 40. I want you to see, to see something there too. Now, if you look at verse 36. Yes, verse 36. And he went, that's Jesus. And they spread their cloth in the way. That's a similar to what happened in Matthew. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent... Of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God. Remember, Matthew said that they were crying, and that cry was Hosanna. Here, Luke says that they began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice, still with a loud voice. For all the mighty works that God had seen, and they were saying in verse 38, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven, and glory in the highest. And now look at again what happened. This time around, some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. You know where we read in Matthew, it was the children that these people were against. That they were agitated at the children. But this time, disciples. And now, look at what Jesus told them. Similar. Like what he told them concerning why the children were praising him. He told these people that we are worried that he was receiving an unusual praise. Unusual praise on a day like this. He told them. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke that disciples. And look at verse 40. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you. That if this should hold their peace, the stones will immediately cry out. Very similar to what he told them concerning when the children in Matthew. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, God has ordened praise. So today, the praise that went forth to God is a special praise. We are going to analyze this praise. The meaning of this praise. And then also at the end you are going to see why As a believer, as a child of God You should realize the potency of praise Many believers no longer realize The potency of praise in their lives And I believe that's the challenge For the church today On a day like this, hallelujah Now let's look at John's account briefly St. John, you are going to see something there too In John chapter 12 From verse Let's look 12 and 13 John chapter 12 Let's concentrate on Verse 12 and 13. On the next day, much people, can you see again, multitude, much people that were coming into the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, now they took, that's the emphasis of John, they took branches of palm trees, and that's actually what we are doing today. Many people are cutting palm trees without realizing the meaning of these palm trees. And they went forth to meet him and cried, again with a loud voice, Hosanna! That's the cry. Blessed is the King of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, brethren, let's now go into the highlights of these events that happened on Pan Sunday. We're going to go into the highlights. The major, in fact, they call it, uh, you know, it's the way they read news. When you read news items, they tell you headlines. You know, the headlines. As people say there is nothing else in that news But the headlines are those things that are striking Now let's look at the headlines In the events that happened on a day like this The first thing is the spreading of the garments And the use of the branches from the trees In which some people use today Now let's look at the meaning Now do you remember Jeru the king? Of Israel. If you remember Jehu anointed by Elisha, in fact, that's in one place in the only scripture where it was recorded that a similar thing that was done for Jesus was done. People spread their garments for Jehu. You find that in Second Kings chapter 9, verse 13. The Bible records that when Jehu received the commission to defeat and annihilate the household of Ahab. And Jezebel. And when he was going to the staircase, the people spread their garments for Jehu to walk on. It's like in those days, it was an, an honor to the king. So, what the people were doing on that day for Jesus was that Jesus was being honored as the king. And if you remember, that was the beginning of the series of events. That will lead to his death and crucifixion. Do you remember what was eventually written on the cross? The king of the Jews. You know, in fact, they were even arguing, no, he's not the king of the Jews. Just say he said he is the king of the Jews. But eventually, that was what was written. So, when he began that, you know, journey to Jerusalem, the people did not know what they were doing. I will tell you that they didn't know what they were doing. Even the praise that was coming from their mouth, they didn't know what they were saying. That was why the topic says Beyond Man's Praise. You may think it's from their hearts. Now, to tell you why it's not from their heart, the same people that were praising him, when God go to say Crucify him. You know, after, after some few days, they crucify him. These are the people who they were saying, it, shouting, so enthusiastic, shouting Hosanna. So that tells you it was Beyond Man's Praise that praise they were giving to Jesus at that day on a day like this (laughs) they didn't know how the thing was coming out but I tell you it was inspired by God it's part of the fulfillment of prophecy and that is actually what God wants to lead the church to for for you to be led to the ring of praising God in such a way that you are under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Just like today. I'm sure there was a message that came to the church through prophetic utterance. I came late. I did not. But when I heard about watch and pray, that's one of, one of the things I heard. I don't like missing it because these are the ways the, the Holy Spirit blesses the church. So when it comes to praise, genuine praise, the Spirit, the Spirit of God plays that role. Let's not you know, diminish that fire. That is why some praises we give today are entertainment. They mean nothing to God. There is a praise that moves God. I give you a testimony. One testimony but the others I'm going to give you. To tell you the importance of praise. There's a woman, I know, a close acquaintance, having a challenge of childbearing. And he was going to one of the hospitals, a hospital in Enugu, for treatment. And one of the times, she's gone up to several times, nothing was successful. And then, a nurse walking there discouraged this woman, telling her, look, you are honest, there's no need worrying, destroying yourself. And that woman was, you know what it means for a woman? Depressed, downcast. And she came, she said she was going again, and came to a brother, a, who is a medical personnel, and said this, and that brother, that doctor, encouraged being a Christian, said, no, trust God, believe God. And then, as they were praying, no woman burst in song. Yahweh, your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Tears were flowing down her eyes as she are singing the song. She took time to sing the song. Yahweh, your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God. Your name is Yah She went on to sing Calling Jesus' names. You are Jesus The song continued and continued and continued Brethren, let me tell you To cut the long story short Today, that woman carries a baby boy So, I want to see It's a challenge to you I want you, by the end of this message I want you to realize What praise can do in the life of the building, I'm going to give you another testimony concerning what happened last year. Is it last year or two years ago? About what they call Alleluia Challenge. Do you people know about that? I mean, young people that always stream in the internet, they know about it. Yes. This Nathaniel Bassi. You know, Nathaniel Bassi, he, he, you know, is a musician. And he decided to throw a challenge, he call it Alleluia Challenge. That people should join to praise God at a particular time in the night streaming is by streaming live streaming and people will wake up and join you know and I know of this a close relation living in Lagos her family was almost at the point of breaking down their marriage what happened she resigned from a banking job and had no job the husband's business almost flat so they brought distrust in the family man and wife always fighting of course you know the reason they can't feed the family again so she heard about hallelujah challenge and decided to be waking up to join the challenge and you know the challenge was for days I heard about it when it had gone halfway because I heard that uh, musician said that, that let us do it for one month or thereabout. and people were waking up, joining it brethren, the sister I'm telling you about living in Lagos joined, was waking up and joining streaming live with them but what happened? today, She's writing, she's now a writer. She writes a book in Hebrew language which she now exports abroad for Nigerians in diaspora. God opened a business for her in writing now. Remember she resigned from banking business and she thought everything, the world has come to an end. Not only that, the, the husband now his business revived and the, the scar selling business which she was in, started again to pick up. So the whole family has come back again. Whenever you discuss this matter with her, she will never forget the hallelujah challenge. Praise what it can do in the life of a believer. Now, I want us to go again. Let's finish the significance. Because when we finish the significance, I'm going to tell you through a challenge to you. I've given you just two testimonies. I'm sure some people here now, listening to this message, have their own testimonies. I'm very sure. But there are others that this what I'm talking may look strange. I want you to open yourself up and see what God will do for you. And everybody has a challenge now. There is nobody here that that's why my name is in wastework. Oh, yes. That the name is very philosophical. There's no man that that has no challenge. You have a challenge. And, but that is why you have come to the household of God God does not intend that when you come You go back with that challenge And that is why Iron sharpened iron When you come in fellowship God has a way of meeting your need So that you won't go back with your burden the same Hallelujah So brethren We just looked at the garments What the garments meant spiritually Remember Jehu And one person Look at the trees The emphasis is now on palm tree because that's what we use today. When I was coming, I saw men carrying big palm leaves. I'm sure this church has gone beyond this symbolic display. Because there are some churches where it is a must that people carry it around without knowing the meaning. I will that we will look at the meaning from the Bible, the spiritual significance. Do you remember there is a feast in the Bible called the Feast of Tabernacles? or Feast of Boots the Lord commanded the children of Israel they must do it, observe it why? remember I delivered you from the land of Egypt and when I delivered you I gave you temporary shelter tabernacles, boots so do not forget my salvation to you and what was this all about? if you read Leviticus chapter 23, verse 40 is where it is summarized. The ceremony about this feast of tabernacle. Now, what happens? They will take the palm tree leaves or any leaf that is cut down from the tree and they will march around the altar and they will be saying Hosanna. They will go seven times saying Hosanna and on the eighth day they are required to march seven times you know seven in the bible has a significance it's a spiritual number completeness perfection so on the eighth day there will be a perfect praise they call it great Hosanna seven times that's when they will march in that feast and they are using palm trees, palm leaves. And you may ask yourself, why the palm leaves? I tell you, if you read in future Revelation, written in Revelation chapter 7, verse 9, you are going to see another use of palm trees. This time by believers that, have, that are wearing white garments, who have come out from the great tribulation, I have been saved. Brother, I want us to look at that scripture. They are going to see a similarity to what the children of Israel did in the Feast of Tabernacles. And the significance of what they did on a Pan Sunday like this. Let's look at, is somebody there? Um, Revelation 7, verse 9. Can somebody read it for us? After this I beheld, oh yes, and lo, a great multitude, a great multitude, brethren. We, 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 sorry, my brothers. Where we read a Matthew today, did you see multitude there? There is multitude. Now, in future, God revealed to John what will happen in future. The same multitude again. Yes, continue. Which no man could number. Which no man could number. This time is different now from every nation. Yes, of all nations. Of all nations and kindreds, and kindred and people, and people, and tongues, and tongues, stood before the throne. King, the throne. Remember in the feast of tabernacles, they were going around the altar. Can you see that? They are going around the altar. Now, before the throne in heaven, yes? And before the lamb. Before the lamb. The king that is announced today, on a Palm Sunday, going to Jerusalem, to be slaughtered as a lamb of God, that taketh away the sin of the world, Revealed in heaven. What was happening there, my brother? Clothed with white robe. Clothed with white robe. And palms in their hands. Palms in their hands. The same palm trees again. A sign of victory. Thank you, my brother. So you can see it was a sign of victory. Do you remember the fall of Jericho? Do you remember the fall of Jericho? Let me tell you, because I want you to realize the, the importance of praise. What praise can do. Do you remember the similar pattern? is what happened in the fall of Jericho. In Joshua chapter 6. If you read verse 20, you are going to see a similar thing happen. But in the fall of Jericho, they marched six, six times for six days. And on the seventh day, they gave a shout. Remember, trumpets. The priests were blowing the trumpets. And you may ask me, what are they blowing the trumpet for? If you read Psalm 150, one of the Psalms I say you should, you should go and study to find out about what praise means. Trumpet was mentioned in verse 3 as one of the instruments we use in praising God. So I can tell you for sure that this is we are really praising God. When they were marching around Jericho, the wall of Jericho fell down flat. The wall of Jericho fell down. As the people of God go marching around, I will say, we are praising the Lord. The wall of Jericho fell down flat. What more lesson can we learn about the importance of praise written in the Bible? And I want to, brethren, let us look at that word, Hosanna. Hosanna is an Aramaic word which means save now by singing and shouting Hosanna the multitude recognized that Jesus is the Savior do you know that is the bone of contention in the world today that is why there are so many religions I hope you know that Yes, so many religions. But the problem is, who is Jesus? And that is our problem with the Muslim, with Islam. That Jesus is not what we say he is. That's not a prophet. If I ask what the multitude said, you know, when they ask the multitude in that Matthew 21, you see the people who are standing say, Who is this? Do you know your reply? <laughs> Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth. Can you see that? They called him prophet. That means the, the people that are pray, what they were praising Hosanna, they did not understand what they were saying. Now that's what us want us to analyze now Hosanna, the meaning of Hosanna. Jesus is the Savior. Remember, when he was reborn, he says, His name shall be called Jesus, which means God saves.
1: And brethren, I want you to remember that great confession by Peter just to tell you we need to
0: understand who Jesus is you know para some of us may be like those in the multitude we are not yet clear who this Jesus is let's look at Matthew 16 the great confession of Peter 13 to 17 if anybody says it
1: Yes. He asked the disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? Yes. They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked. What about you,
0: child of God? Who do you say I am? Who do you say that I am?
1: Simon Peter answered,
0: Simon Peter answered
1: You are the Christ. The son of the living God. Hmm. Jesus replied. Blessed are you Simon.
0: Son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you. By man. But by the father in heaven. This was not revealed to you by man. It is beyond man's revelation. But by my father in heaven. And what was the revelation? Simple statement. Thou art Christ. The son of the living God. Jesus, the Anointed One, the Messiah. That's what they are saying by the songs we saw today. And that is why today in Israel you have a division. There are the Orthodox Jews, extra Orthodox Jews, and then there are the Messianic Jews. The Messianic Jews are the people that believe in this Hosanna song that Jesus is the Savior. They They are just about 4% very negligible percentage, majority of the Jews are still orthodox who believe that the Messiah is yet to come. I know some of you have gone to the Holy Land in pilgrimage. And some of you who have gone there will confirm what I have just said now. But I want to tell you, brethren, do not be worried. I was discussing with a Ghanaian recently and he said, "Ah, I was so happy. The doctor I just came back from his exam. He said, I have gone to the Holy Land. In fact, when I saw those landmarks and I remember the scripture, they became real to me. He said, Bet, that was where he, he said, that, these Jews don't believe in Jesus. I said, Are you surprised? I told him, It is a mystery. I said, Why is it a mystery? I said, The mystery is written in Romans chapter 11. I want you to read that Romans chapter 11. And I, we are going to proceed. Mystery, verse 35. You are going to see that mystery. So, when you see it, do not worry. Do you know why they, are, they have blind, their hearts are blinded, majority of the Jews today. Why their hearts are blinded is because of you and I. That's, that's what Brother Paul, the revelation he got, and he wrote it down there. Romans chapter 11. And I'm reading from the... Um, uh, King James Version. Look at verse, uh, verse uh, 25. I think it's 25. Is it? Yes, 25. For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own conceits. That blindness is in part happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. So it's for you and I let me tell you when the time has expired for you and I the Bible says they will look on him whom they have pierced or one of the prophecies Jesus that they pierced they will look on him now as their savior come and save us if you go to the holy land you see their wailing wall they are all there bowing down praying Messiah come Messiah come Hallelujah. hallelujah Let's go back. I'm going to summarize now that lesson we have for today. And what are those lessons? Concerning praise. Divinely inspired praise. Uncommon praise. Let's look at those lessons. Number one. This praise should not be determined by circumstances. It should not be Hosanna today and tomorrow will crucify him and this is exemplified in the life of brother Paul and Silas let's look at acts chapter 16 verse 25 do you remember what happened in that scripture the events that led to Silas and Paul Silas and Paul Paul and Silas being imprisoned you remember that the incident that led to that most of you are real, I mean, you remember it. You know, about that uh, girl, you know, whom they were using for divination. And when Paul rebuked her, cast out the spirit that was responsible, the owners, they got furious. Ah, business. These people have closed our business, so, you know, as people are making business from the ministry today, using all manner of Spirit of divination. And so, Paul and Silas were unjustly imprisoned because of that. And do you know what happened in verse 25? Look at it there. The Bible said that they did what? They sang and they what? Prayed. Remember the message, the summary I said, when the church gives God Uncommon praise. That there will be what? Uncommon intervention. This praise, despite the situation they were in, they still woke up in the midnight to praise the Lord and to pray. Prayer and praise going together achieves wonderful results. And the Bible recorded that an earthquake happened and their, their chains were all unbound. You all knew eventually what happened it opened the way for the gospel to be preached because the jailer wanted to kill himself and Paul said no, no, do not do that and here's the opportunity to preach so problem, number one lesson that I want you not to miss is that our praise an uncommon praise does not depend on circumstances and incidentally that is the problem most believers have today we only praise God when there are difficulties I will praise him I will praise him I will praise him Forever In the time of trouble I will praise I will praise him I will praise I will praise him Forever In the time of danger I will praise I will praise him I will praise Praising, I will praise, him. I will praise him. A praise that does does not depend on circumstances. That's what it moves God. It moves God. A praise that does not depend on what you are passing through. You know what He does. What what God, what God sees in you, He sees a child that can trust Him. Look at you, a natural man carrying your child at you a mother, you have a child you take that child, the child is sick you take that child, that child will require injection like, you know I'm a pediatrician when they bring children that are sick to me the child will start crying from home he will make a covenant with the mother mother, I hope they are not going to give me injection and the mother will say yes they are not going to give you injection and lo and behold you bring that child to see the doctor and the doctor ended up giving the child injection. But you as a parent, you know it's for the good of that child. It's not to harm the child. And if that child has come of age and realizes that despite that pain, the mother meant well for me. I'm sure we had Modern Sunday. And I'm sure some children remember their mothers. They wrote beautiful notes for their mother. Mommy Ruby. Did anybody write beautiful notes? You? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure some mother received beautiful notes from their children, telling them yes. And if you are the mother, I don't know how you felt. Did any mother receive a beautiful note from the child? How did you feel, mommy? How did you feel? I was very happy. She was very happy. You can't describe that happiness. She felt. You see, I want to bring to you how God feels. You know, when we praise him I'm going to show you a scripture That tells you how God feels Psalm 22 Verse 3 Many of us know that scripture God inhabits The praises of Israel Or the praises of his people And I I, I try to Understand that meaning Of inhabitants The praises of it And I read it in Hebrew you know, eh? if you finish go and read it in message bible message bible says that God leans back on the cushion of praises you know oh, can the message bible see how translate the bible you know they translate in such a way that see, he, le- he leans back on the cushion of the praises of his people you know what cushion chair is <laughs> a, 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 a wooden chair I'm not talking about wooden chairs some of you have cushion, good cushion chair. When you see the, and now look at the Hebrew translation, can these ridiculous chairs that's what is written in Hebrew? Imagine, a king sitting on the throne, relax. That's, you see, that's what the fulfillment God finds when we praise Him. Brother, I just want you to realize, let me tell you, I'm going to challenge this church. challenge everybody. Looking at what we have been saying so far about Feast of Tabernacles. Look at the way it was building up. Building up. Go around for one day, once, shout out, Susanna. It's a song of praise. We have realized it today. And on the eighth day, go seven times. It's like a crescendo, going up. I want to challenge the church. Do you know what God laid in my heart. He says, if the church can really praise him. Now, what do I mean by that? Check out, you know, all of us make up this church. Individually. Young and old. Young and old. If everybody will revive his praise life in his family altar or closet, Eh? and praise God on daily basis from Monday to Saturday and then come on a Sunday and join and praise God. You will wonder what happened, what happen to heaven. I, I begin to wonder what is, you see, God will not only be relaxed on his throne. God will rise from his throne and say, who is this church? Who is this praising me? That was what that uh, hallelujah challenge Natalia Basse. I think that was what it was all about. People join and praise God on daily basis, and then there will be a final, a final, a crescendo, a roundup. The, the problem of the church is that when we gather on a Sunday, there are people who never—not only that—they never had devotion life. That is, they don't have family altar at all. Eh? so talk less of spending time to praise God it's a challenge you can imagine if everybody, every family here praises God in his or her altar and then on a Sunday
1: we gather it's like a grand final hell, heaven will be moved that is the uncommon praise that is the praise young man that will move God, that will move heaven and you
0: see what will happen. I'm going to end very soon. Look at the second lesson. This praise should be based on the true knowledge of God. If you don't have the true knowledge of Him, you will not understand who you are praising. Why should you? you should even praise Him. They said, this is Jesus the prophet. As we pointed out earlier, they didn't realize that even the song they were singing, Hosanna, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, that it meant more than a prophet. Thirdly, God is glorified by genuine praise. Look at Psalm 50, Psalm 5023. You are going to see it. And I'm going to read out three translations. Just note Psalm 50-23 I will read it out from Message Bible Living Paraphrase The Living Bible Paraphrase And then King James Version King James Version says Whoso offereth praise glorified me And to him That ordereth his conversation Aright Will I show the salvation of God? Now look at the translation from Message Bible. It is the praising life that honors me. As soon as you set your foot on the way, I will show you my salvation. Now look at the Living Bible. But through praise, Is a worthy sacrifice. This really honors me. Those who walk my paths will receive salvation from the Lord.
1: Genuine praise, uncommon praise, praise that is beyond man.
0: God wants both young and old today in this chapel, to learn about it. Finally, I want to give you what I call the Jehoshaphat challenge. I going to end my, this message on this challenge. It's from the Bible too. Just to tell you the importance of praise.
1: Can you turn to 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 Verse
0: 15 to 22 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 Verse 15 to 22 This my friend will read it for me We want to learn Something that will help us in our life as believers As children of God So I want you to end us With the Jehoshaphat Jehoshaphat challenge Yes, Second Chronicles twenty
2: fifteen to twenty two, my brother. And he said, "Harken ye, all Judah, and ye in- inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou, King Jeho- Jehoshaphat." Thus saith the Lord unto you, Haken ye, all Judah. Please, brethren, do you know the meaning of
0: Judah? Thank you very much. Praise. Judah means praise." that's that is when he was being given that name by his father it means it was a revelation praise god as that tribe so that same people can refer to is god the spirit of god wants to bring out the importance of praise what he can
2: do in your life continue be not afraid be not afraid by reason of this great multitude yes for the battle is not yours but god's the battle is not yours Tomorrow, go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz. And ye shall find them at the end of the brook, before the wilderness of Jero. Yes. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. You shall not need to fight. Set yourselves, stand ye still. And see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow... Go out against them, Hmm. for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. Hmm. And the Levites, of the children of the the Kohathites, and of the children of the Kohathites. The children, not that, the children. Out of the mouth of children, God has perfected praise. The children were involved too in these praise. Yes. And of the children of the Korites, yes. Stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high.
0: Loud voice. Remember what you have been reading all this while right from the account in Matthew, right to the time of the Feast of Tabernacles, it involved raising our voice to praise this God. Yes, continue.
2: And they rose early in the morning yes. and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, mm. and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Yes. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so ye shall prosper. Yes. And when he, And when he had consulted with the people, mm-hmm. he appointed singers unto the Lord. And that, should, and that should praise the beauty of his holiness. As they went out before the army to say, Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Mm.
0: Verse 22.
2: And when they began to sing, And, and when they began to sing yeah, praise, and to praise, The Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah. Who were come against praise? Continue, and they were smitten. Anger was smitten. Hallelujah! Thank you, my brother. Oh,
0: yes, I, I see you. That I've read it, you will not forget it, and then all of us here will not forget. I want to end this message today with this praise. Remember, I gave you what I thought was laid in my heart—a summary. Let me read it again. I wrote it down. When the church. Learns to give God uncommon praise. And it involves you as an individual who make up the church. You will receive an uncommon intervention. It's a challenge. I want us to prove whether God is true or not. And that is a challenge that God is throwing to this chapel, this church today. On a day like this, Palm Sunday. Remember, the weapons of our warfare Are not carnal But they are mighty through God To the pulling down Of strongholds And it's one of those weapons That we have discussed today Let us pray Brethren, I want to throw a challenge
2: You have heard
0: The importance of praise In the life of a child of God A believer Today you heard the multitude sing and praise Jesus in an uncommon way. They declared his kingship without knowing it. They declared that he is the Messiah without knowing, some of them without knowing what they were saying. Some of them declared that he was the Savior without realizing the meaning of what they were saying. But I want to throw a challenge to you. Are you like that multitude? Do you want truly to give God an uncommon praise? A praise that will move in. You need to start somewhere. And that somewhere
1: is coming under the kingship lordship of Jesus.
0: If Jesus is not Lord of all, Mark it, If he is not Lord of all in your life, He is not Lord at all. I repeat, If Jesus is not Lord of all, In my life, In your life, He is not Lord at all. So I want you to consider this statement is he lord of all in your life that is the challenge I want to throw to you you know yourself I know myself and this is an opportunity on a special day like this some day when we have discussed uncommon praise praise beyond man if you want to begin to give God that praise I want you to know that you need to begin afresh and submit to the lordship of Jesus, total lordship. You know yourself. Partial, venture it is just partial lordship, partial. But he wants to be lord of all. This is an opportunity. And I want you, my brother, my sister, if you want to do that, begin to pray right now. And as you are praying, the Lord is looking at the church. As his church, looking at the hearts of men. And he is looking at those that truly want to commit
1: themselves to him. Remember, mark
0: today a special day in your life. If you have not done so before, a day you have truly submitted to his Lordship his kingship and this challenge I'm throwing to you the praise challenge you will prove it in your life The only Jesus is not he will do uncommon intervention in your life this is a challenge I'm throwing to you do not let this opportunity pass you
1: by Father my God we thank you as you have prayed and believed you do something new in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord lift us beyond the level of expecting praise from people, expecting adulation from people, doing things out of eye service just to be praised, and then we will it away. Lord deliver us from psychophoncy. The crowd are praised and praised today. And tomorrow they shall take crucify him. Lord, may we not with dissembling heart serve you or praise you or worship you in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we do pray that you will circumcise our hearts, all of us today. On a day like this, when even the children, when even those who are adults, the multitude, for once, could shout and praise, Hosanna! to him that comes in the name of the Lord and give you true praise from their heart and recognize your kingship over the world and over the circumstances even though you were going to die a few days after to pay the price To be their Lord and their King. We pray, God Almighty, that in our various circumstances, as we render and muster praise to you, out from the depth of our heart of sincerity, sold out unto you, Lord, you will intervene in our lives and glorify your name in the name of Jesus Christ. This people have you formed for yourself. We are the people. As we glorify you, as we praise you, may you be glorified sitting on the canopy in heaven, in the throne above, and running down your blessings and in retros in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, your word says, offer unto the Lord praise. Praise him for his goodness and for his wonderful works. Among the sons and the children of men. For he has cut the bars of iron and sunder and broken the bars of brass. Lord, as we praise you, as we sing to your praise, as our life becomes a sweet smell and sacrifice unto you, offering unto you, break the bars of iron concerning us in the name of Jesus. Break the cause of iron and brass in the name of Jesus. May there be open heavens and may there be communion with you. May there be true fellowship as Paul and sign us worship and praise. May we also experience, Lord, a unilateral and a unique manifestation of your presence in our lives, dispelling the darkness and dispelling the forces that hold us bound. In the name of Jesus Christ, one by one, as families and as a church, may we offer you praise that is beyond human contemplation. May we also live life that every day glorify you and offer you praise. And as we so do, may we experience answers, miracles, interventions that go beyond just prayer of supplication in the name of Jesus Christ. May you delight in our praise. May you delight in our lives. And may we continually offer sweet-smelling sacrifices of praise, of worship that honor you That does not renate to man. And may you continually bless us again and again. And may we continually be your instruments of grace and glory. In this world and now in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Father. In Jesus name we pray.